This is Brian Kaplovitz, and you're listening to the Speaker Match Radio Series, Success Strategies for Speakers from the Pros. This is a live show where we interview top experts in the speaking industry and business to provide emerging speakers with marketing strategies and other business building advice. If you're listening live, you can participate in this call online right now by going to speakermatch.com slash radio. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Brian Kaplovitz, your host, and our guest today is Michael Jeffries. And as CEO of Seminars on Demand, Michael has produced hundreds of live seminar events featuring internationally renowned speakers. In the process, he has studied the pitch techniques of dozens of the best presenters, so he knows exactly what works and what doesn't. As a matter of fact, Michael tells me that his product sales account for more than 50% of his revenue. And Michael, I, I think today's call with you is going to be a real game changer for some of our listeners who just aren't sure how to sell from back of the room. I can't wait to get into some of the tactics you plan to share today. Thank you so much well, for spending for your sure. time with us. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you, and welcome, everyone. Glad you joined us for this exciting interview. Um, so I guess I'll, um, I'll turn it over to you, Brian, and let you start with some different questioning. If you want to go through some questions, and then we can take other people's questions. Yeah, before uh, I get too much into the questions, I, I'd like for you to just give everybody a little bit about your background, uh, tell them uh, how, how you came to the place where you became an expert on back-of-the-room sales. Absolutely. So for the last 29 years, I've been a seminar promoter. I started out in my early years promoting speakers like Brian Tracy, Jim Rohn, uh, Wayne Dyer, Dennis Waitley, and a lot of the, the great uh, old-timers. Uh, and in that process, I mean, I, w- I would go out and give free seminars and at the tail end of it sell people on buying tickets to come to a live event. I found out years later that it's the exact same process with product. You give a free seminar, sometimes, or a paid seminar, and at the tail end, people are ready to buy more. So that's how I really became an expert. I do approximately 150 seminars per year and have done so for the last, you know, 20, I'm in my 29th year of doing this. Oh, wow. Wow. So you've worked with uh, with some of the best and seen some of the, the things that that they do that's working and uh, – probably even more helpful to a lot of people is some of the things that they're, that you've seen that does not work. Well, that's for sure. And I'd like to use, you know, I like to use Brian Tracy as, as an example, just because he's like the master of this. Uh, you know, back in the day when we do these big events, you know, he would sell up to $40,000 of product to a single audience and the audience size would only be five or 600 people. And it was just amazing how he was able to do it. So I'd, I'd like to kind of, share some of the ideas and some of the techniques that he did um, that really helped. And then um, I just have a bunch of other ideas that I've gathered over the years. So, All right. Well, one, uh, one of the first things that uh, that people ask about is, you know, just the whole idea. They kind of question the whole idea. You know, should they sell something at the back of the room, like books or other media, or is it something that uh, they should – uh, direct people to maybe their website or, you know, to order online later, or should you, they just collect information and follow up with people that are specifically asked to be followed up with? What's the best approach for a speaker who is trying to make money in ways other than their speaking fee? Well, yeah, based on the last part of that question, if they want to make money other than their speaking fee, you definitely want to sell the product at the event. If they don't buy it at the event, I'm telling you, they're not coming back later. It's maybe one in a thousand that might come back later to buy something. So people tend to buy these kinds of uh, motivational and self-help and personal development, professional development programs sort of on a whim. They get an idea, oh, that could help me, and they buy it. Otherwise, life gets so busy, the chances of them coming back are, are, are slim. So what's better, uh, books, other media? What, is there something that tends to do better at live events than others? You know, before we get into all that, let me, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't have any product, or I have just one book, or I don't, I don't have, what do I sell? So just so you know, I have made, I don't have any product of my own. Um, I have made thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, probably over hundreds of thousands over the last several years by selling other people's products. So what I do is at the end of my speech, 
and this is very important, you've got to weave in a message about personal and professional development. So it doesn't really matter what you're talking about. You could be doing a seminar on you know, bookkeeping skills for the 21st century, and at the very end, you could say to your audience, you know, I'd like to end today with just a little kind of a motivational message, just to kind of give you guys something you know, positive to think about. And you can go to a little section. What I do is a little section on, I call it five action strategies for taking your life to the next level. It's a short little 10 minute piece. I talk about, you know, taking action and getting clear on what you want and writing down your goals, kind of motivational stuff. And at the end of that, I talk about how, you know, a lot of this, people know this stuff works, but it wears off and they don't, they don't have access to it a lot. So, and then really the main thing that's been getting it lately, this has been the, the most powerful thing I've been doing lately. I talk about how most of us are stuck in our habit patterns. You know, we, every day we get up, we go to work, we do the same, pretty much the same thing. We come home, we have dinner with our family, we watch some TV. The next morning we get up, we go to work. It's kind of this, we get in this <laughs> repetitive um, habit pattern of life. And that's what I, I talk about that. And that's what Napoleon Hill in his book, Outwitting the Devil, he, call, uh, you know, he, he talks about this, this force called hypnotic rhythm. And I talk a little bit about hypnotic rhythm at the end of my seminar, and I say to people, you know, if you're living in this hypnotic rhythm, you're not going to be as nearly nearly as pr- productive. You, you're not going to squeeze the juice out of life. You're not going to get to your next – you're not going to be living at that highest level that you could be. You're not living at your full potential. So you've got to break hypnotic rhythm in the areas that are not working for you. Now, if you're making all the money in the world, you've got great relationships, you're in perfect health, and everything is going perfectly, you're already living that hypnotic rhythm. But if things, if different areas are not quite serving you at that high level, you need to break hypnotic rhythm. And I talk about there's three ways to break hypnotic rhythm. One of them is uh, the coffin. <laughs> I don't, they're not in any particular order. Um, another is uh, fear, like the doctor tells you, your arteries are 99. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 you know, the second one is fear. So the doctor tells you your arteries are 98%, 99% clogged, and there's hardly a drop of blood getting through, and he's surprised. You know, if you don't quit your three eggs with ham and sausage and bacon breakfast that you're having every day, you're not going to be here in three weeks for our next appointment. And when the doctor tells you that, what do you do? You change immediately. You broke hypnotic rhythm out of what? Fear. So you've got death and fear so far. Either of those sound good? No. So the best. <laughs> not, not the best. No. no. The best way to break hypnotic rhythm? Commit to personal and professional development. Work on yourself. Develop, develop your skills. Get new ideas. Uh, drive to work a different way. Uh, listen to an audio book while you're driving. Um, pick, read a chapter in the morning before you leave home. Work on yourself personally and professionally. So what does that look like? It looks like maybe you're the one, instead of listening to the radio, you're listening to an audio book with your best friend who's doing the same thing, and you get together at the end of the week to talk about some of the ideas that you got from it. That's developing yourself. You're looking at ways to get better on an ongoing basis. Now, one of the things that um, I brought something with me that I thought would be very valuable because it's been so powerful in my life, and I just thought that I would, I'd share it with you today. And that's when I go into a quick pitch of, of what I brought for sale. So I've built up a case for personal and professional development before I even talk about what I have for sale. And uh, it kind of yeah. it weaves it right into the presentation. So there's no like, all right, let's stop what we're talking about, and now I just want to sell you something. It's part of the seminar. You're weaving in that whole message about developing yourself and breaking this hypnotic rhythm, and by doing so, by using audio and video and books of experts. And by the way, I brought some really great programs with me. With me, let me quickly tell you what they are. And that's when I walk through. And if you want to direct people to the web page that we um, that we posted there. Uh, yeah, what is that uh, that domain for the people that are just listening right now? Well, there's a longer URL, which let me see. I'm just trying to look at it here. Well, if they go to seminarsondemand.com slash 12-pack wholesale, seminarsondemand.com slash 12, yeah, it's the one, two digits, 12-pack wholesale, all together, all lowercase, That will take them to a page which has kind of a – that's not what I give to the clients, but if you if you go, scroll down there a little bit, you'll be able to click on – right underneath the Order Now button, there's a link for the customer order form. And if you click on that, that's what I hand out to the audience. Okay. And I walk and them if through. You're, if, if, for the people that are listening right now, if you are online, there are show notes on the page, speakermatch.com slash radio. Uh, for this event, Lessons from a Back-of-the-Room Product Sales Expert. There are show notes at the bottom right corner of the page, and there's a link that will take you right there to the 
links that are provided today. Uh, and this will, of course, be available if you're listening to the replay as well, speakermatch.com slash radio. And just to be clear, we are making these same packages that I've had tremendous success selling. We're making these available to you so that in case you don't have a lot of product or if you just want to add some other product, this is a great way to do so. So on the, the URL that I sent you, you'll see right above the order button, there's a price there. So you get to buy it for 149 and I've sold, the lowest I ever sell these packages for is 299 So you've already doubled your money. I sell them quite often for 349 sometimes even 399 So um, the retail value is 599 of this package. So, you know, people usually prices – it depends on your audience, of course, but price is not necessarily the issue. Getting back to your other question, Brian, what's the best format, book, DVD, you know, MP3, CD, streaming? Right now with this package, we're offering every – well, other than book, we're offering it all. So when they buy – into this product, they're getting the physical DVD, because I think there's something to be said about an actual physical product, like something tangible, something people can walk away with. Um, I just think you get more sales that way. And even if they don't need the DVDs, because they don't even have a DVD player anymore, what I mentioned to them is, look, if you don't even have a DVD player, you can give the DVDs away. You're still getting the streaming and the MP3 versions included. So you're actually getting two products for the price of one, and you can give the other ones away if you don't if you don't use that format. So it's all devices. It works on you know smartphones, tablets, computers. Uh, they have DVD. You know, the DVDs are included for the DVD players. So it's really they can't they can't give the objection that oh I don't have any way to listen or watch this. So really, it's uh, it's about making it convenient and easy for the uh, for the person. Really, just taking uh, taking care that you are addressing any pain that they might have in uh in finding a way to to consume your information. What about price point? Well, I again you know like I said the the wholesale price on this package is 149. I've been selling them between 299 and 399. So, I do find so when that you're really when you're like live between 299 and 399 seems to work with the live audience. I I I think I do better with the 299. Like gross okay. sales better, like total sales. Even I'll sell more of them, of course, but you're getting less money. But I think overall gross sales. What I've been doing at the two ninety nine, I've been getting almost twice as many people at than at three forty nine or three ninety nine. I did an event that I got actually through Speaker Match. I spoke on like I think it was January fourth, right after the New Year. It was a, it was in Chicago. It was a free event. They were not paying any fee whatsoever. They weren't they weren't even covering my expenses. So I actually had to fly myself there and do this event, which I just felt like it was going to work out because he promised at least 70 people there, which there were. And I did it, and I offered it at 299 and walked out with about 3500 in sales that, at that one session. So it was, you know, worthwhile. Um, I definitely get a lot more than that for other programs. I mean, a lot of my clients are paying uh, that or more and letting me sell product at those events, which is the greatest. So that's, of course, that's what you, great. Want to, you want to get paid and, and sell product is the ideal scenario. But I'll do pro I will do seminars on a regular basis for no fee if I have a great opportunity to sell my products because I know, based on doing this so long for so many years, I'm going to walk out with thousands of dollars at every, any decent meeting. Um, and the other we thing, I'll, I'll just mention one other thing. I mean, uh, Brian, hey, before I forget, one more thing I want to mention. If I'm hired to do a gig, like, for example, I'm doing – four programs for a financial services company in Florida at the end of May. I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh, well, their events don't even start until 1130 in the morning and they have another one in the evening. Well, my morning is wide open. So I contacted a local networking group in West Palm Beach and the guy was all over it. He's like, oh, you'll come speak for free? I'm like, yeah, if you let me you know, pitch my videos at the end of the speech and it's the right audience. And we just booked that. So while you're already in town doing other programs, you can offer these th these free programs to other types of organizations. So, we're speaking with Michael Jeffrey, CEO of Seminars on Demand, and he's talking to us about back of the room product sales. If you are listening on if you are listening live right now, you can go to speakermatch.com/radio and submit any questions that you might have via the web form, or even better. 
Dial star 2 on your telephone keypad or click the raise hand button in the web console to let me know that you have a question and I will bring you into the call live so you can ask Michael directly. Michael, we do have a question that was submitted online. It just says P. I'll say this is Penelope. And uh, Penelope wants to know if you are selling services as opposed to goods, does the approach change in any way? Well, you're going from a tangible to an intangible. You know, I, um, well, I have sold service. I mean, I, I've sold people uh, the service of attending a seminar, which is not really a tangible. It's, it's admission to an event, and I use the very same technique. So the most important thing is building the value. So I didn't really get into talking about that yet. We should, we should probably go there for a minute, and, and that might answer some of your questions. So, Okay, before and we again, go there, let's, uh, want, we, we, have yeah. another, we have another person with their hand raised, so uh, let's see if this is uh, maybe related to what we just covered. I think this is Ivan. Is that right? That's so Ivan? funny. That's my husband. Yes. Are you there? I'm here. Yes. Uh, this, this is, this is uh, Tina Griffin. That, uh, he's actually oh, my husband. Hi, I got to get that switch because uh, when I call in, yeah, it, it comes in the opposite. Um, thank you so much for the amazing information so far. I have been speaking to teens for the last 13, 14 years about pop culture, media influence, and I wanted to know how could I approach a lot of times uh, it's half the events are school assemblies, obviously don't have, you know, cash on them to get products. When I do youth events, I'm speaking at Silver Dollar City this next weekend for a, a larger event there. How could I approach it where you might only have a couple parents in the audience, mostly kids? Is there any information you can give me to help me let them know, hey, please walk out with this live show CD. I've got a DVD that I also sell. But for teens, it's so hard to have them grab onto this info because a lot of times they don't have the cash. Is there any other ways I could make income? Plus, the speaking fee is usually not five, ten thousand. It's can you come speak for five hundred bucks? Yeah, that's a, you know that's a challenging one. I always say to, to make sales, you got to have money in the room. Um, and without people with their wallets ready to pull them out, it is challenging. Well, the first thing that came to mind is I would create a compelling flyer and a really good story around that flyer why every kid in that room must take this flyer back to their parents because it's going to change the course of their life forever. And I would get them to bring oh, that flyer home to their parents. And, that, and then and That's on that excellent. flyer. I would have something on that flyer that would make it so compelling for the parents to want to buy it that they would then order it later because their kids said, I need this. And that gets to another yes, point. That's... You know, I, when I'm selling my, when I, and by the way, Brian, this is one of the things I want to talk about. I do go through every single product quickly that I'm covering in any given package. One of the key things I do, which I think makes a major difference is I talk about the impact that this is going to have you know, on their kids. So I say to them, look, this next program I'm going to talk about, it's Jack Canfield Peak Performance Principles. Now, how many of you here have, you know, kids that are less than, how many of you have young people in your life under 25? You know, they need this stuff more than any of us. And this particular program, this is the kind of program you're going to want to sit down in your living room with your whole family and watch it together. He talks about building self-esteem, getting clear on your goals, creating a larger vision for your life, the things that your kids and my kids need to hear. So I, if for no other reason alone, I strongly encourage you to get this package just to help your, your, your teens and your 20-somethings. And that is, I'll tell you what, I think, you know, a third of the people in the audience buy it just for their kids. That's excellent information. Thank you. So I have never even thought about doing that. So thank you for that, that info. That will help me major here just in the next week. Absolutely. And one other thing you, you, know, you could offer, I, I know the schools don't have a lot of budget, but you could offer like an e-learning. You know, we have e-learning packages for, for organizations like that. And you, know, we can, you can talk to Brian more about how to get info on that after the interview. But um, we do have corporate, if, if anyone's tied in with corporations who might want to take this type of video learning that we've put together here and bring it into a corporation where they want to you know, disseminate it to thousands of people anywhere in the world, we can arrange that as well. Um, and by the way, the 12, programs you're looking at, the 12 programs you're looking at on the one page, the, the link that we sent you, that's, we've, we've produced over 100 of these videos. So if you're like the kind of person that's like, you know, I like these, but a couple of these topics are really not what I would be promoting, 
Could I mix it up and change other ones? We do. If you're going to be a regular customer and you're going to start promoting our programs in these packages, we could come up with an alternative package that has more customized. You could actually pick out your own 12-pack if you're doing, you know, significant enough um, orders. And, you know, I, I, sell, I sell dozens of these every month, so hopefully you'll be doing the same. All right. Thank you for the question, Tina. So, Michael, let's uh, continue to move in the direction you would like to. I will let you kind of guide us right now. Well, the one thing I was just getting into, which is really important, you've got to explain the products. If people don't know what they're getting, they're not going to buy it. So you have to – you can't just say, hey, I have this great package of 12 videos, and, you know, it's really going to help your life, and if you want to get it, here's the discounted price. You can't do that. You've got to say – yeah. remember, we just weaved into this from talking about breaking hypnotic rhythm. We, we, this is almost part of the seminar now. And you're just quickly putting in there a little infomercial about what you've got. And, and I, what I'll do is I will – and Brian Tracy was the man. I love the way he did it. Um, I don't go quite as far as he did. What he would do is he would literally unwrap each package. He would rip the cellophane, the plastic wrap, right in the stage, right off of it, and open it up in there and talk about the program. The most impactful thing he would do is tell a story. He'd say something like, you know, this one insurance agent got a hold of the outselling your competition program. He watched it once. It made such an impact on him. He began watching it once a month for the next 12 months. His sales went from this to that to that. And you tell these stories that are real, and you can get them from different, you know, your own experiences. Brian Tracy has a bunch of stories. That you, you, know, you can use a lot of different stories if it's true about that product. I have stories I can share with you. But you've got to tell stories. How it, the most impactful stories are the ones that how it impacted you. So I recommend that you know you get uh, get into watching some of these programs so you can speak about them from personal. If you're if you're going to start selling this package, or again this could be done with any package, but we we really put something powerful here together. You want to you want to speak from personal experience. So when you talk about that ultimate customer experience program, you want to say I watched it. It is profound. The ideas in that program could totally take your business from this level to the next level. The advanced body language, like, do you know that you're losing business every day? If I'm talking to a sales audience, I say you're losing business every day because people are exhibiting buying signals and you don't even know how to read them. How much business is that costing you? And I, I mean, I get, I'm a little bit, during my little sales pitch, I do get in people's face a little bit. I'm not afraid to be passionate, I guess is the right word. I'm really passionate about these programs. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't consider it any kind of a hard sell. Nobody is ever offended at the end because I've built it into my presentation the right way. And um, so I quickly well, – I might take 20 seconds or 15 seconds. You know, this next one is on body language. Do like, you know what this means? Do you know what this means? And I'll show different gestures. You know, if you don't know what these things mean, it's costing you money every day. It's one of the best programs ever on body language. That one alone could be worth the investment for the whole collection. The next one is on powerful presentations. And you know, I just go through them and, you know, I, I just talk a little bit about what they're going to get out of it. And the next one is great for your teams. And the next one is great for days when you don't really feel motivated. And the next one is great if, you're, if one of your goals is to keep customers forever. And the next one, I just walk them through each program. At the tail end, I say, now, the value, and then you've got to build up the value. So, you know, the value of all these programs individually is $600. And when we do an event like this, we offer, as you can see on the flyer, and I don't know if you all clicked on that flyer there, but if you click on the under the order now button, there's a link that says customer order forms. If you click on that, that's what they would have in the room. But you would hand that out and say to them, look, if you look on the flyer, it says right underneath those video images, the $5.99 is crossed out and the event special is $3.99. So you're saving 200 bucks off the regular price for doing it today. Um, and then what I'll often do is say now, you know, depending on who put the event on, I'll say, you know, so-and-so, my client who just brought me in to speak here, you know, they're not really – they didn't put this event on to make money off you. Normally when I do these types of events – there's a promoter who's taking 25% of the money when I sell these different programs. So because ABC Corporation who brought me in is not looking to make money on you, I'm going to go ahead and flip that savings back to you. So instead of $399, just X that out right now. I'm going to put a big X right through that. And right underneath that, go ahead and put in $299. And that's for if you know if you if you take it today. And I've only and the other thing is you always want to do scarcity. I always say, you know, I only brought I only have four or eight or six of these with me, depending on the size of the audience. So it creates an urgency for people to want to get it before they're gone. So by the time you drop the price now, another hundred bucks, and you explain why, you cannot drop the price without explaining why. You must justify why you're dropping the price. And in this case, it's um, 
It's, it's really easy to do in, in this scenario right here. You go from 390 to 299 because you're not giving that 100 bucks to the promoter. That's the justification. You're not giving the 100. Normally, most promoters want 25% of my product sales because ABC Corporation who brought me in is not here to make money on my sales. We're going to give that 100 back to you as a customer. That's the justification for dropping it from 399 down to 299. And by the way, if you're selling packages at your events that are in the $40 range, $20 range, $80 range, you are leaving so much money on the table. You should be profiting $150 per customer, minimum. And you should be, your average, like my average, it's pretty, because my ticket item is kind of higher, my average, you know, the, a lot of people rate this industry as how much did you sell per head? And, you know, my per head sales are really high. My closing ratio is approximately 30%. So, even call it 25%. So if I, if I've, you know, you just do the math. It's so, you, you know, you can get these same results too if you follow the formula. I don't do anything. I'm not doing anything like out of the ordinary. None of these are my products. I'm just talking about them with passion, offering a great price, justifying why I'm dropping it. I have a limited amount available today. And, and here's another big thing I do. I offer, and I strongly encourage everyone to do this. I offer a full one-year unconditional money-back guarantee. That may sound like, what, a year? That sounds risky and dangerous. What if all these people start coming back? You know, I've done this for, like I said, 20, I'm in my 29th year. Nobody ever comes back. You might get one in 500. And for that one in 500 who comes back, it's worth offering the other 499 people that promise. Because people, it's all about risk in this day and age. If they feel like the risk is low, they're much more likely to jump on it right now. And your whole goal is to get them to buy it. If they take these programs and they watch them, there's no way they're going to return them. They are, these are the, like some of the greatest video products in the world that we've produced. So, um, yeah, it's, I definitely recommend offering a full money-back guarantee for one year. That was one thing that I got from Brian Tracy. He always did that. One of the most interesting things that you have said is that you promote products or you have products for sale that are not your own. We've heard so many times about the importance of having your own product and what it takes to make your own product. But uh, what you are doing is so much simpler uh, than putting something together on your own. And what, the other thing that I like about it is that people always find it more credible when somebody else says something about a product and when you say something about your own you know it's always better to uh, have a testimonial where somebody else says something great about you than you saying i'm a great speaker <laughs> and uh it's uh it's it's such a great idea i i don't think i have in the uh in the almost 20 years we've been doing this i don't think that i have heard anybody talking about just promoting other people's products. Talk a little bit more about that, if you would. Just you know, how you come up about come around to picking the products that you use. Uh, are you getting special pricing arrangements with the creators of these products? What do you do to get this and and get it all set up to sell it? All right. Well, the reason again I've kind of developed this is because I own the company that produces these. So that's how I've been able to create an offering for other speakers that's really affordable. So. And, and really profitable. Um, which programs, how do I choose my programs you talked about? We have over, we've produced over 100 full-length programs. Uh, when I offer, when I do an event, I like to pick out 12. I just like the 12-pack for, for the $2.99 discounted price. Um, it just works really well. So what I try to do in that 12-pack is really mix up the different topics. You want to kind of hit, hit on all different areas. So most of my audiences are going to be people in sales. I mean, I specialize in sales training and motivational speaking. Uh, so if it's a sales audience, I'm going to talk, I'm going to like the mix that we put together on this flyer is great for entrepreneurs, any kind of a networking group, chambers of commerce, realtors, any kind of group like that, because it touches on a bunch. There's uh there's one on creating customers for life. There's one on getting rich with Bob Proctor. There's one on time management and selling and giving better presentations and being more influential and creating a better customer experience and peak performance principles, which is the one I recommend for teenagers and, you know, outselling your competition and the body language program and influence and dominating your market. So again, I mix together programs that I feel are going to give them a good variety. Um, I have always have women in there and men in there and uh, just kind of create a variety of, of different things that are going to appeal. Again, you know, all 12 of them don't have to appeal to the customer for them to buy it. Even if they like half of them, they're likely to buy it. 
And like you said before, I, I want to reiterate that point you made, Brian. It's real. Like when you're out there, you know, puffing up your own products, it's nowhere near as impactful as when you're puffing up somebody else's product. Like you said, you know, of course everyone's going to think their own stuff is the greatest. But when you talk about how this program by Jack Canfield impacted you and your teenagers when you sat down in the living room and watched it together, that's something that gets people moved. And if you want to move them to buying, you want to move them emotionally. And that's what, that's what does that's it. Absolutely. So if somebody listening today wanted to set up a, 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 or get a package to sell at the back of the room, what's the best way for them to get started? Well, what I recommend for every, if you like the idea and you want to give it a try, I suggest just right now, just order one right now. It's 150 bucks. You'll be able to flip that around and turn it into 299 within at your very next speech. I can almost guarantee you. Um, so you'll have one on hand. You'll be able to listen to it and watch it. I strongly recommend you go through all the videos with that one sample copy, and then you can use that sample copy to take with you to show to promote. Now, for those of you who already know this is going to be a big winner for you. You can order, you know, five packages now or ten packages so you have them on stock. People like to take things with them. If you don't have them available, you're not going to sell quite as many. Some people are fine having them shipped, but I always like to have product with me. I find sales are definitely better when people can walk out of that room with that tangible product. Okay. So they, you know, they, can, find, uh, they can find some from you, uh, packages from you that they can get at a discount uh, and – and resell. Are there other places to uh, to get materials or ways to approach people that have content that works well? You know, you could certainly do this on your own. Um, you could go and find a bunch of speakers with a bunch of topics and a bunch of programs and build your own package. I would I, I would think you could do that. But our goal here was to make it really easy. And the other great thing is that all these programs are part of a family. They're all the same production company. They're all the same feel and look and they're all um, they all feature you know, world-class speakers so uh, and by the way just so you, I don't even know if you know this Brian because I've been dealing with Paul a lot at, at your organization but we are not even making this available outside of speaker match right now it's only available to members of speaker match this discounted package to sell product um, so if you want to order it go to the page Do you have a link there you said Brian we do on the show notes so it's on speakermatch.com slash radio. There's a, there's a show notes section. And then you can, there's a link there in, like I said, under the order button. There's also a link. If you want to print out order forms, you can print out additional forms to hand out at your event. But you definitely want to use a high-quality printer. They have to look good. That's really important. I'm going to reemphasize that. When you have handouts and you're selling something, they better look real, real good. So a high-quality color printer, even more important, no, as important, really good quality paper. Don't use the cheap copy paper to make these kinds of flyers. They want to feel valuable in somebody's hand, so I always use a high-quality paper and print them in high-resolution full color. Okay. John from Tampa submitted a uh, comment, and I just want to address that. Uh, he says he hasn't heard any information about how to sell materials from the back of the room yet. And, John, I, I think that, that that's – the way that Michael is speaking is actually describing how he is selling materials from the back of the room, right, Michael? Uh, you're, you're not just pushing what you have. You're showing our listeners how you're promoting the, the product at the back of the room. Exactly. This is exactly what I sell. Exactly. I'm telling you how I do it. And I'm saying you can do it too. So am I selling something to you? Sure. Uh, is it profitable for you? <laughs> Absolutely. So do you want to make money? I'm, I've put together a package that's turnkey. You don't have to go out. You know what it would I produce these programs. Do you have any idea what it takes to produce one world-class video? It is a tremendous amount of work. And money, <laughs> you know, so to, to, to be able to have access to a collection like this, but and I, I, I would flip it back to him. It, Ask me specific questions on how I do it. I mean, this is my formula. I have this package of videos. I weave in at the end of my talk. I discount it, and then I close sales. That's what I do. What What can I answer uh, more specifically? Okay. And, again, if you are listening, you'd like to join us uh, live, dial star 2 on your keypad or 
click the raise hand button through the web call interface. Um, and it just, again, if you are a, if you're listening right now, you're a new speaker or an experienced speaker, it uh, doesn't really matter. Everybody, no matter, no matter who you are, what you're speaking about, whether you're speaking for free, you have a message to share that you think other people need to hear, whatever it is, everybody still has something to sell. You always have a product or service on the back end. It's a consulting service. You have a uh, you, you have something else that you're doing. Uh, if you are if, if you're going to be making money as a speaking professional, there is always something else besides the speaking fees. Very 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 few speakers are going to make a living just through speaking fees. They always have something else. And if nothing else, you're promoting yourself. So even if you just have a message to share with the world and you're happy to go speak for free because you're, you, you have enough money to you know, live on without doing anything else, you're still promoting yourself. And so if, if nothing else, you're going to let people know how they can book you and how they can find you. So these techniques apply no matter what kind of speaker you are, what you're speaking on. Uh, there are different levels of selling. Some are more subtle than others, but everybody's got something to sell or promote. And so these uh, techniques that Michael is talking about can be very effective in getting your message across without sounding salesy. And uh, I think that that is the greatest fear that a lot of speakers have when you talk about sales and promotion during a speech. Nobody or not a lot of people want to be considered to be salesy. Right, Michael? Yeah, and that's, that brings up a good point. You know, one of the things that Brian Tracy always had me do, before, when I, I would be the person introducing him, he would always have me tell the audience. He, I would say something like, quote, unquote, you know, Brian, uh, I, Brian's programs have really, really impacted me, his audio and video programs. So I've asked him to spend just a few minutes before the break to tell you a little bit about them. So uh, he'll be doing that right before we take a break. So I've actually primed the audience to hear his sales pitch based on my testimonial before the speech even begins. That's great. It makes it so much easier for the audience to, uh, to hear that with the right mindset. The other thing you want to make sure that the audience, that the meeting planner knows that you're going to be doing this. I can tell you right now, every one of my contracts has this in it. My, there's a, a clause, there's a line in my contract that says I have the ability, at the t they've given me the right at the tail end of my program to do a brief presentation about some additional audio and video learning programs. So that's on every contract that it gets signed for, for a deal. So. so they've given you John, permission to do it. It's a soft sell. And, uh, yeah. Question? Uh, yeah, another question from John. He'd like to know what topic you speak about, and do you put on your own teleseminar, or do you put on your own live events? And uh, if you do, then there's more questions to go along with that. I do not put on my own live events. Um, that's challenging. I mean, I know people who do it. Um, it's it goes back to what we used to do in the 80s and 90s, and it was, it's, it's a challenging business. That's why we kind of shifted and got into the video business. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can, you can promote your, uh, your own events. What was the, I'm sorry, what was the other part of the question? Uh, uh, there were just questions. If you put on your live events, then he had a series of questions with that. But we can skip over that because they Again, are not I, relevant. Well, I sell, I sell live events with other people speaking, not me speaking. So I do sell – I sell, uh, you know, I, I sell an audience. I'll speak for free and then sell them on buying seminars at the end. Right. So uh, speaking about sales, uh, you talked about discounts. What about an upsell option? You know, I am not a big believer in that. I've tried it. I've tested it. And it just doesn't give the payback. It's not worth because as soon as you do that, as soon as you offer this upsell, what have you done? You've confused the person. You created another option that they have to now think about. I'm really big on one offer. I got one thing to sell today. And it's a package, and it's, I'm discounting it down to $299. That's all I got. That's, I mean, I, I think that price point, 
even if there's one or two people in the room who are going to spend more than that, it's not worth confusing the other people. Because once you start offering a second option, I just don't, I just don't like it. Okay. And what about payment plans? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I, I definitely recommend offering a payment plan. If you, it depends on the audience. I and mean, if I'm speaking to a group of affluent financial planners, I'm not going to offer a payment plan. But if I'm in front of a room where I feel that there might be you know, people who want to do this, but right now they're not as uh, solvent as they could be, I would definitely offer, you know, do it in, we'll let you do it in two or three monthly payments. You have three monthly payments of 99, whatever it comes out to. Again, if you can and, carry uh, that, you know, they would have yeah. to carry that debt on their, you know. What about some of the logistics for handling these orders? Uh, order takers, the table setup, um, and uh, paper order forms, electronic order forms, payment methods. You want to talk about some of that? Sure. Uh, so the way we've set this up is where people, I mean, we can do it two different ways, but it's really set up for people who already have their own credit card processing. We assume that a lot of speakers do have that because they have some basic products. But if they don't, we are certainly able to um, handle the processing of credit cards. But the order form is simply a place for people to fill out their information. They put their credit card number on there. And then now if you as a speaker, if you have, like I have a chip reader, a portable chip reader, I'm, I'm right. I, I tell people you don't even need to put your credit card on the form. I can just capture it right now using my chip reader or swiper if they have like a square or a PayPal reader. So I do the sales right there. I don't do any electronic order forms. I'm, I'm a big believer in paper. I like handing out paper, having people write on the paper, fill it out, and bring it up to me right now. And they bring it to me. I don't. I don't need a special table necessarily. I mean, you need some space, but you don't really need it. You don't want to send them to the back of the room. I find. I like to have people kind of come up to where I am. Okay. Okay. So you Again, prefer that to like a table with a, with a lot of people at the, at the back that are taking order forms? Well, it depends on how big an event. A lot of my right. programs are smaller. I speak, my average size audience is probably 50 people. So with 50 people, okay. I don't need a staff there. If you've got a couple hundred people, yeah, you're going to need help. But with 50 people, I'll probably sell, 12 packages, which I can handle easily. I mean, I, I process them real fast. They don't take long to process. You have them all bagged up and ready, just hand them their bag. So you, you get a business card from them. You have them attach a business card to the form. That way we can enter them with no mistakes into the online system so they get their streaming versions. And, uh, yeah, it's easy. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a lot of comments here, Michael, and I'm, uh, I'm concerned that uh, people are getting the wrong message. Uh, we have several people that are saying that they're, they're not picking up on the, uh, the message that this is how to sell products. They are hearing this as just a pitch for your products. And uh, again, okay. Michael Michael has something to sell, so he is he absolutely has something, and you can get it if you go to the link that we have in the uh, in the show notes. But what he is covering is how he sells it, so it it can be confusing. I, I see the the uh, the concern that some people have, but the the point of the teleseminar that we have, the speaker match teleseminars, is so you can learn from the experts and. But it, One of the things that you're Brian, learning today they, is how to pitch. So, and, go and ahead, Brian, Michael. Just to be clear, they don't need, they don't, everybody, listen, you don't need to buy this package from us. Create your own package. It, the, the whole, all my lessons are the same. Create a package, offer it for a single package, discount it down, justify why you're discounting it, explain each product in detail. Talk about people's kids and how it can impact them as well. To me, that's all training. All those ideas, that was 10 ideas that increase your product sales right there. So am I selling something? Sure. You don't need to buy it from me, though. You can create your own package. Okay. So uh, if you're listening, if you would join us for just a second, dial star two, press your web call button. If you uh, if you get what we're doing here, just to make, uh, make sure that we're uh, – that we're doing this the right way for you. Victoria is on the line right now. I'm going to bring her in. Go ahead, Victoria. Hey, this is a great um, call. And, and yeah, I, I agree with the speaker and you, Brian, that <clears throat> this is about creating our own 
resources and and I love to see what he did in action. So so that tells me he's good at what he does and I'm gonna take some of these tidbits and increase my product back of the room product sales or front of the room as well. So thank you. All right, thank you. So uh, I appreciate that very much. Thanks, Victoria. So anybody else who wants to join in, if you have any questions, feel that we're going in the wrong direction or anything, please let us know. That's one of the reasons that we do uh, teleseminar in this format with uh, the ability to join in. We we want to make sure that you are getting the information you need. So uh, again, we do this for uh, primarily for emerging speakers to learn. Uh, learn from the experts about how to to do this the right way, how to build a sustainable speaking business. And uh, Michael is somebody that knows what he is doing for sure. So somebody just dialed, uh, raised their hand and then lowered it again. So if you did that by accident, just go ahead and push the button again. But I'm getting some comments here that uh, people get it. So I think we're good now. Good. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't because, uh, you know, sometimes you just hear from people that uh, they're not getting it the right way. So it looks like we're uh, we're hitting the right note with most people. So uh, I, I think we're good now. Um, all right. And, and let me reiterate, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help people, you know, not have to reinvent the wheel with this product offering. Um, you know, to be able to, to have access to these wholesale is is a pretty special opportunity that you just can't get in. We're not offering it to any other organization or through anyone else. So it is kind of an instant way to, tr to test it out and try it for yourself. And then if it works, you could develop your own products, but at least this will let you know if the system that I use works for you, you could try it with ours as, as a, as a, as a test. Great. Victoria has something else to add. Go ahead, Victoria. Yeah. I wanted to add or, and, and share that I have some products of my own. I've co-authored a couple of books, but I also, um, tell a story about a, a mentor of mine who had passed away who wanted to be doing what I was doing. And I sell his book all over the nation. And, and I, Michael was right. So as I promote his, that, that increases my credibility. And and it makes people it makes people come to the table to get my friend. But it also they stop and, and they feel they feel the support that I'm providing to somebody else that's sincere. And and so my products and my credibility increase. And so if anyone's thinking that, well, you, you can only sell yours because it's all about you, it's not. And the best way to improve your credibility and status is by making it about somebody else, like Zig Ziglar used to say. <laughs> I totally agree with that. That's why I know I do so well selling these packages, because it's not about me. It's not about my product and my book and my this and my that. Now, if you do have a book, I'm going to strongly encourage that you, if it's not an expensive book, throw the book in as a bonus for buying the package today. People love bonuses. So that's another takeaway. Add a bonus offering to your package. Yeah, that's great. And actually, the other way I think works really well, too. So uh, if you have a book where the proceeds are going to a charity or part of the proceeds are going to a charity or you're going to, in Victoria's case, uh, you know, support your friends uh, or, or, you know, something like that, and you, your bonus is your product, then I think that works really well. So, Michael. You say that uh, you don't call your products products. Good point. You definitely you don't them? want to call them products. And, and I, learned, I learned this from Brian Tracy many, many years ago. What you want to call them are audio or video learning programs. People don't want to buy a product as much as they want to buy a learning program. A learning program has much more perceived value than a product. So we never would call them products in front of the audience. It was always – I've asked Brian to share a little bit about his audio learning programs right before the break, not about his products. So vernacular and keywords like that really make a difference when you're talking to an audience. People don't want to buy products. You say that there is a little bit of a mental game in selling products. What do you mean by that? Well, I'm – and one of the topics I teach, I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction and the power of the mind. 
So on a regular basis, I practice it. So what I do before any meeting, I do my visualization. I'm sitting in my car before I walk inside. I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I'm, I'm visualizing the audience loving my speech. I'm seeing them at the end filling out their forms after I did my offer and a whole bunch of them lined up to buy the packages. I visualize the result in advance. I get all geared up. I listen to some music that moves me emotionally. And I will tell you, at times, if you can get you want you want to get yourself so geared up mentally before you do a speech like that, it, it just it, it always unfolds the way I saw it in my mind. It's huge. And and what I'll, even sometimes I will get so emotionally moved that tears will be coming out of my eyes. If you can get yourself that gear, that jazzed up before you go do a speech, I'm telling you, you will be stellar. <laughs> Stacy says that she likes to travel with only a carry-on. How should she get products to and from her event? Great question, and I ship all of my products get shipped right to my events. I don't ever travel with products. So okay. UPS and is not very expensive. You uh, make it easy to ship back any leftovers that you have or try not to have any leftovers? I try not to have leftovers. Uh, once in a while I do, and then what I'll simply do is just, uh, you can either, I mean, I'll normally just print, if I'm at a hotel or at some event, uh, a restaurant even, they will allow me to print, you know, I can do it on my laptop, I can do a UPS label on the fly and just print out a UPS label, slap it on there, and I'll give it to the restaurant and say, hey, next time UPS is here, could you please hand this box to them? Or at the hotel, of course, <laughs> they do that regularly. So, so I don't a restaurant, I haven't heard of that one. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I speak in a lot of high-end restaurants. Uh, a lot of my clients are in the financial services world, and they put on these dinners for the client, for their, for the whole, the wholesalers put on dinners for their, anyway. Yeah, a lot of these high-end restaurants, well, they're happy to do it. You know, and, and the, they'll take it into the office, and they'll be like, yeah, UPS comes every day, so we'll give it to them tomorrow. And and do you, uh, yeah, do you I, ever sell anything? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just, that, that was it. Go ahead. Do you ever sell anything other than the uh, videos at your uh, at your events? When I'm speaking out of town, that's really all I sell. I mean, locally we do have some live seminars going on, but really the main thing I sell are these, are these video packages. And I'll throw in a bonus, like I'll throw in an audio CD bonus or a downloadable audio bonus of some sort. But yeah, this is pretty much all I sell. Like I said earlier, I try to keep it really focused on one offering, and this one has been selling really, really well. Like I said, my closing rate is approximately 30%. Great. And, uh, Dave, I think you misunderstood. Uh, Michael does speak at live events, but he doesn't put on his own events. So he had a question about that. Uh, let's see. Will there be a replay? Yes, we have a replay available of this, of, of this teleseminar and – Many, many, many others. Uh, we have an archive of about 12 years or so. Uh, speakermatch.com slash radio has all the information that you need. Michael, what else do people need to know about uh, really profiting from back-of-the-room sales? Again, I'll just go back to it. It is a – it's the kind of sale that people – they it's, it's a spontaneous sale. They see it, they like it, and they want to buy it. If it's not available, if they can't take it with them, if you know you want to, if if they need to think about it, you you pretty much have lost lost the sale. So you want to make sure you have product there. You're you're getting them really excited about how it's going to impact their life. I always, you know, I, I tell different stories, and I I'll tell stories even earlier on in my seminar that will get them thinking about personal development and thinking about how they could get, you know, are you really where you want to be at this point in your life? Are you, are, if you could go back five years and say, hey, in five years from now, I want to be at this point in my life, are you where you said you were going to be? And if you're not, why not? Now, I mean, I, you know, I, I like to see. I believe so wholeheartedly in the impact that these particular programs that I'm selling are going to have on the customer that I don't have any problem really strongly recommending it to people just because like, I know how this is going to impact your life. I'm not going to hard sell you, but I'm going to strongly, strongly encourage you because I know the impact it's going to have on your life. So I, I just think people have to be a little bit, don't be afraid to be assertive without being obnoxious. You can't be obnoxious. You can't be, you can't be perceived as hard sell 
But if you really, really believe in what you're selling, you can sell it with passion and people will get that and they'll buy it. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, if if you come across as sincere, if you come across as passionate, people people want to help you. And, and for the most part, people in an audience want to root for the speaker. Unless you're really coming across as uh, just too over the top, too salesy, uh, people generally want to help you out. And I think that audience members understand that, you know, speakers are often up there making a living, that that's what they do, and uh, they want to help out. And if it's not too painful for them uh, or if they think that it can really help them to get the product that is being offered or the uh, – um, oh, I'm sorry, what was the term you used? Learning programs, audio learning Learning programs, programs. Video, audio video learning, learning programs. programs. Video learning program. Victoria says she uses professional development resources. Um, Another good way. But, uh, it, way yeah, I think that they understand that uh, you know obviously that uh, you know you're you're in business to make money, and uh, I think that uh, it is uh, it's not too difficult to come across the right way uh, if if you're really being sincere that uh, you know. And you have something that will help them. I think that uh, the job is not as difficult as some speakers fear that it might be. So have you ever uh, sent products ahead of time that didn't make it to the event? And if so, what did you do? No, that has not happened. I always ship way in advance. I, I usually have it arrive at my hotel two to three days in advance and just have a note. On, I just put on the label, hold four and you put your name and the date of arrival on the label okay but yeah they've always been there so and hotels and even if they weren't uh, though, usually pretty good about it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. i mean even, even if they weren't there you could still sell the package i i've sold these packages without having any product just at, at one particular event i was already sold out and i had another event mm-hmm. later that day um and i i've done and i sold a bunch of them you know based on just the flyer fill out the flyer we'll ship it to you my other, but I, mm-hmm. I, of course, I said to them, my other event was so successful earlier today. They bought all of them, which helps, you know. Yeah, and I've I've been to Here's plenty me. of uh, events where there are some uh, some packages that are more bulky, you know, some big binders and things like that. And people have said we'll be happy to ship it for you at no charge. Uh, just you know, fill out this form, and then you don't have to worry about how to get it home. And, <laughs> Sometimes when your suitcase is uh, is already full or you're only traveling with a carry-on, you don't want to carry around a package, it might even be better to just have it shipped to you. Well, that's a good so. point. You know, I did um, I did a national convention about uh, – it was last month in Phoenix, and all the people there – I mean, I've never had more people in one event tell me the same thing. They're like, I have absolutely no room in my luggage. You need to ship it to me. And I sold a bunch of them, but they all wanted them shipped, which is fine, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sure. did have to ship a box of product back to myself, but still, I made a lot of sales that day. So, and what, what do you speak on, Michael? My main things I speak on, I do a program called Advanced Selling Strategies, and my other topic is the power of vision. It's really you know law of attraction, power of the mind, goal setting, kind of motivational, general motivational topics. So I have two main things that I do, and uh, I don't work just. I don't know. Just as a side note, I don't do any work through any speakers' bureaus. Um, not that I don't want to, but I just haven't really been looking in that arena, and I've, I've been getting mostly repeat business. So, and I'll be, and, I, and let me get this clear: I'm getting repeat business at the companies where I'm doing the sales pitch. So obviously, it's not offending them. All right. We are just about out of time, but before I let you go, I want to give you one last chance to kind of wrap it up and add anything else that you think might be important for everybody to hear. I just want to reemphasize, if you're giving speeches and you're not selling something at the end, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So if you have something to sell, start selling it. If you don't have something to sell, find something to sell. But that is a great opportunity to increase your income by at least 10, 20, 30, 50, or even 100%. 
All right, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, if anybody wants to hear the replay of this, it will be available at speakermatch.com slash replay. And uh, it's also available on uh, on iTunes. If you listen to other podcasts, you're probably used to hearing requests for iTunes reviews. And these reviews are really important to us because it's the fuel for us to bring on great guests and build our audience. And if you value today's call or any previous interviews you've listened to, I would really appreciate it if you could take just a few minutes to go on iTunes, search for Speaker Match, click the review tab, and let others know what you think. It really means a lot to us and would be very helpful. Until next time, this is Brian Kaplowitz. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this installment of the Speaker Match radio series, Success Strategies for Speakers from the Pros. Speaker Match is the leading provider of tools and services for emerging professional speakers. You can find more information about Speaker Match at www.speakermatch.com. Our toll-free number, if you prefer to reach us by phone, is 1-866-372-8768. International callers can reach us at area code 512-372-8768. Thank you again for listening, and we wish you the best in your speaking career.